But let's take a look at this now. The Presidential Climate Commission saying that it welcomes uh, the acceptance of the Just Transition Framework. This is by President Cyril Ramaphosa, the official uh, handover ceremony taking place earlier this week. And this commission effectively looking at different ways of addressing climate change challenges and what the transformations, particularly in South Africa, will need to be. We were scheduled to speak to uh, Vali Musa, who is the deputy chairperson of the Presidential Climate Commission. I understand he's no longer available. Blessing Monali is the head of communications uh, for the Presidential Climate Commission and joins us on the line. Blessing, good morning. Uh, good morning, Casey, and good morning to the listeners. Let's talk about this just transition framework. What is it and what it is, what is its purpose? Well, uh, thanks very much. The just transition framework is actually a document and it, concerns, it, co- it contains a set of recommendations and proposals on how we can bring coherence in planning for the just transition in South Africa. And the just transition basically means the movement from high-emitting economic and social activity to net zero uh, emissions. That is where we balance how much we consume and how much we take out into the air. There seems to be no shortage of ideas in terms of what can be done. But when we look at it through uh, the, the framework, through this just transition framework, what becomes of those recommendations? Well, uh, in, in, in terms of how the, co- the commission is constituted, it is an advisory body. So we handed over the report to the president on, on, on Tuesday, and, and he said he, him, together with Minister Barbara Chris, responsible for environment, will take it into cabinet in the next uh, month. So we expect cabinet to reflect on it because we cannot force it down cabinet's throat. And the cabinet will obviously make its own approvals of what it can accept and take it into the government planning system so that government departments can start integrating it into their five-year plan. Of course, the risk is that what becomes of this report is that it falls onto the pile of other reports that have been commissioned by uh, different commissions. I can think of the fourth IR commission uh, that gave a report to the president, I think, in the last two two years. They're still waiting for uh, any real action on some of the recommendations in their report. I worried about that at all. Yes, we should always be worried about whether these recommendations I mean, see the light of day. And particularly this one, because it's also about the social partners and government and industry, and they might have their own priorities. So the first step is to make sure that it is regarded as a social compact that binds us together. But most importantly, it needs to get the money to make it happen. Some of the challenges have always been we've been putting policies, we don't get the right money for it, but we also don't change the policies that makes it impossible to happen. If you've got to try it in South Africa, you've got to start chasing policy in, in renewables, in the automatives, in, in, in the future of work. That way you'd be able to make sure that it's not yet another shelf collectible. Mm. Let's talk about maybe some of the key recommendations that you're making around the the transition, because we know that a lot of talk, at least in the country, um, has centered now on an entity like ESCOM and the use of renewable energy and how far we should be going uh, when it comes to this integrated resource plan. Well, um, we've got um, um, a few recommendations, but the highlight of that is human resource development and skills. And, and as you're correctly saying, the skill that you need at ESCOM now might not be the skill that you need in 10 years' time. 
um, because people might not necessarily be repairing um, uh, uh, coal stations. They might be repairing a, 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 a wind turbine or, a, or a, a, a big solar farm. So you've got to get the right skills for the green economy. The second element is that the industrial development uh, and innovation must be prioritized and accelerated. If the country has got to move to 100,000 electric cars in the next uh, five to ten years, it means that you've got to have the right industry servicing those batteries, repairing them, rotating them, and, and all those things. So you need the industry to come there. Then you also need the social protection measures. Because when you shut down mining, you'd come in inevitably with, 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 uh, with, um, with, with workers losing their jobs or salaries going down because sadly the payment in the mining sector might not necessarily be the salaries in the green sector as we start. So you need some measures to protect them beyond the normal uh, social relief measures that the country's uh, social relief architecture has got. And that might be something might actually include protection funds and, and insurance to make sure that uh, uh, workers, when they lose jobs or when they transit, they are not left better, I mean, worse off. And then lastly, we need the governance mechanisms. There are serious contradictions and, and, um, and, 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 and infighting in government uh, between workers and employers, between communities and workers. And, and, and we need to make sure that there is governance and there is a compact that makes sure that we work together. And the ESCOM uh, uh, strike is a typical example of why you need a stronger governance so that we can always meet each other before things get worse. What happens to the commission now that you have, at least to some extent, concluded uh, the work that you were tasked with? Well, that was the immediate task. Um, the, 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 the commission will ultimately find a new life when uh, the, climate, um, the climate change bill gets passed through. The climate change bill proposes a permanent commission, and in other countries they've gone for climate councils or presidential advisory bodies, but the climate bill proposes a, 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 a permanent commission. But importantly, the commission has just started a new work on what we call the energy dialogue, and, and it's aimed at revising the making contributions to the revision of the integrated resource plan. And that is when we're going to start discussing the hardcore issues about energy pricing, energy investment, uh, new technology. So we've got our work cut out between now and November for the second input into the integrated resource plan. But most importantly, we're also watching the international money has been pledged to supporting the presidential finance task team. So we've got immediately now its energy transition and getting the money from the international commitments for the next six months. Blessing Munale, Head of Communications for the Presidential Climate Commission. So, yeah, we'll certainly need to, one of these days, take a look, a closer look at least at what is contained in those recommendations for a just transition framework. Uh, Thanks for coming on to the show.